you're actually the only agent in the My Home Group Hall of Fame. Correct. Any My Home Living Group in the Hall of Fame. Listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that was that recorded. Was that recorded? Oh, check one two. Is this thing on? Yes. Don't tap it. <laughs> don't tap it. Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast where we talk about the fact that it's time to put the consumer first in real estate. Jeff Seabach and Phil Sexton run a residential real estate team in Arizona that closed over $230 million in sales in 2018. Join us as they interview top real estate agents from across the country and learn how agents are adjusting to this consumer-centric world. If you like what you hear, please share with your colleagues or give us a like. This is episode 104, and I'm really excited with our guest today, Mr. Seabach. Are you excited because we have the number one now rep agent in Arizona today? <laughs> yeah, the number one Hispanic agent in Arizona from the 2018 numbers. Yes, he's number nine in the country yeah. for the production that he does, that he and his team. But do. I'm more excited because he's actually a practitioner, right? Because we've had this movement in trying to talk to people that are still working actively in the business and Daniel Barraza is kicking ass. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Did you say it's episode number 104? Correct. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. I remember you started this. I was listening to the first like 10 or 11, 12 or 13 or so. And then we Maybe lost 104? you. 104? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's really good. 104. Um, let's see. We've had a few of my home groupers on the mm-hmm. on the show before, including Jeremy came on. Jeremy Clevin, mm-hmm. the bro- no, not the broker that. anymore, just the owner. Oh, yeah. We had, uh, we had uh, George Lawton on. Yeah. We had uh, Jason Mitchell on. Yes. Um, but this is our first number one Hispanic. Yeah, you don't get that. <laughs> that's right. Yes, that's awesome. So, so tell us about his production. All right, production-wise, we've got uh, currently you have 14 members on your team. Maybe 15. Maybe 15. Maybe yeah, 15. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see if yeah. that if that DocuSign came through. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, weird, weird. Uh, but you were actually only at six members last year, like as of November. So we're going to get into his explosive growth and how okay, that's cool. happening. So for sure. 14 members team, 14 members of the team currently. 2018 production. You did 30 million personal 29. production. Twenty nine point seven. We rounded up. Yeah, 20, yeah, yeah. <laughs> way up. <laughs> yeah. Three hundred thousand up. Thirty million personally, but the team did forty six million. Correct. Which is awesome, dude. Well yeah. done. Well done. Um, and then, of course, yeah, that was up from the year before. Currently, you guys are on thirty three million year to date with this market right now. So that's awesome. We're excited. You're actually the only agent in the My Home Group Hall of Fame. Correct. I need my home living in the Hall of Fame. Listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 can we start with how that's even? How's yeah. that possible? So they, it was back in twenty. I think. I think that what happened was, and I, I don't know if Mark and Jeremy can listen to this, but I think this is what happened. It was when Jason Mitchell came onto my home group. Uh-huh. It was either Jason Mitchell or Joshua Smith. So I was, I was getting the number one, uh, you know, units and number one volume every year because I was, I've been with my home group since twenty twelve. So every year is number one, number one, number one, and then finally they get these big heavy hitters. Yeah. Right? You got Jason Mitchell and, and uh, Josh Smith, Smith yep. and Lon came in a, a year later. But when they were coming in, so then I no longer was getting any any of the number one awards. So I think they kind of felt bad for me. Oh. Like, we'll get in my home group Hall of Fame. That's still a good title, though. They, they opened it, they brought you in, and then they closed it. Like, no one else is coming in here. <laughs> but I use that. Sometimes I go uh, listen to presentation, and I'm competing against other agents, even my home group agents. So I always throw that in there. It's like, I'm the only one. And then my home group Hall of Fame. Yeah, but yeah, it just shows nice. the consistent 
production year after year and being a dominant agent in the Valley that we want to dig into. So great job. I, and I'm actually, one of the reasons why I'm excited about our podcast today is because we pre-show started to talk about the difference between personal production, team production, which is very timely because the Phoenix Business Journal, today I saw they launched their list of the most productive teams in the Valley, according to last year's 2018's numbers. And Jeff Seabach and the Seabach team Dagnamit, you made it in the top two Actually, again. Uh, after hearing Ke- <laughs> top two? Ke- well, Kenny He's Gloss came second. on. Yeah. Actually, Kenny Gloss came on, and he made number two sound so freaking good. I was like, I'm okay with number two, right? Like he's like, that, no one's after number two, right? Like yeah, everybody, like you know, you no longer have the target. Yeah, right. George Lawton's team beat us. Obviously, he has been on the podcast. There's yeah. a ton of production. Dude, he's but, gonna own it for a long time. Let's be honest, right? No one's getting number one from George for a couple of years. Yeah, his production this year will probably that number will triple. I think. He yeah. Well, on his goal is to get number. to. A, he said a billion, which so, is um, huge. That's yeah. huge. But back to Daniel. Yeah, back to Daniel. All right. All right. So what do you you consider personal production versus team production like how do you keep those numbers because the reason why i bring up the phoenix business journal is that they have an individual agent uh ranking or they have a team ranking and last year we were individual agent versus team this year we're team so how do you how do you keep those separate so with the the, the list that just came out today it was number 20 i was number 23 in individual on volume number four in, in, in units so i've always been Nice. Number yeah. four in Number units. Four in, yeah. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, I've always been, a, well, I've, you know, I'm most, say 85, 88% of my production is in the West Valley. Like 85007, right? 85019, 85009. Most of my stuff is West Valley. So obviously the prices there, you can see the prices there are much lower. So I've always been a big units guy. Um, and I'm okay with that. I, I, I'm well, gonna, I also noticed that in stalking you that you double side more than most people as well. I don't know if that is because... I'm curious about that. We'll get to it later. We yeah, I, we do. Well, um, so I did. I do most of my West Valley. So I've always been early on. I started my career in 2011 doing short sales, um, and then obviously the market turned around. So I've always been heavy listing agent. Though today, though my production is 60% buyers, 40% sellers. That's turned around as of the last year. Um, so I've always been heavy on on the listing size, going after listings and and, and units, going after versus. I know we in the industry we say volume as price, but uh, most other corp- most other industries they call volume the num- number of units that you do. Yeah. So I've always been a big uh, unit kind of guy. I've always been getting tr- transactions in. Yeah. And uh, the reason how many why units is that? How many units? The last year they got me. They had me. Phoenix Phoenix Business Journal had me at 111. I don't think they counted double sides because double sides I was about 130. So. Yeah, yeah. It depends on you know because real trends count a different way. I count yeah. the way you do, and that is a side is a unit. Yeah, right? it's, like, it's a commission on both sides. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So you count units. More so how do you know usually which two different families or two different right. buy, you know, buyer and seller, right? Like yeah. two clients. Yeah. So how do you separate your production number from your team production? Like what do you let's say that I join your team and then I meet somebody and sell them a house. Is that your production or mine? No, that's your production. So this is then the reason I did this, so I meet a lot of other top producing agents and teams. And a lot of them, with the exception of you guys, a lot of them they count their team eight their their agents on their team, they count the production on their name. And when I first joined a team back in 2011, my team lead was doing this, and I would say 90% of his production was actually my production, 
and he was getting you know these accolades and these awards. And that's was, a big ninety percent is a big it, number. Yeah, ninety wow. percent of it was my. That's stuff. why I left. Yeah, that's why I left. That's why I left. It's yeah. just because at least throw me a bone, like at least you yeah. know, recognize. Put recognize. me in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> so, so for that reason, I, I said to myself when I started team, if I do, and I did. I'm never going to have the agents, if they have their own client, their own open house lead, their own stuff, it's, yeah. they close it under their name. If it's my lead that I generate through yep. my production, through referrals, through activities that I do, then that lead closes under my name. So well, that's we're going to talk about referrals. I know that you're awesome at that. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. Well, to me, he is a case study. Well, actually, I just wrote, cause I just wrote an article in, in at imin.com because I was writing for their team whatever portion track of track yeah and i said that exactly what is the key to a successful team leader and that's you've got to be a producer right and it, and if you're because when you're converting the leads yourself it's just a lot easier because the people want to see the systems and the processes that you have in place. but also if you don't have the team if you can't produce the production it's hard to grow a massive team right because they just don't believe in you but you're leading the way and that's why well, I, I would agree with you, but there are a lot of team, you know, a lot of teams out there that the team does zero production, uh, but yet has a good system in place. Well, but actually, what my thing is is the <laughs> well, know, thank but, you, thank you for not naming names. Yeah. Okay, appreciate all right, that. but let me say it this way: not that you would be familiar with this, but typically, once one of the members exceeds them, they leave. Yeah. Once one, of the, <laughs> you mean once one of the team members exceeds the team leader's yes. production. Yes. Right, one, like, or, or even yeah. approaches their production. True. What it is is they lose. I mean, it's what le led me to eventually, because I was under a mentor. And then the next year, I did more than him. And I was like, why, why am I here? Why am I here? Yeah. Right? Like, right. like, you know, you to me, as a team leader and as a great team leader, you have to continue to provide things to help them grow their business. But it's hard once you get to 15 million, 20 million, 25, 30, 40 million to continue to grow. Right. So, um, but I just, I mean, I use the uh, NFL or the NBA as an example. Who's talking at the games? The ex-MFL players, right? Yeah. Like, like, like yeah. you know, it's why Kurt, Kurt Warner's in the Hall of Fame. What do you know? They got him on the, they got Michael Irvin on yeah. the, I mean, we're talking about football because it's football season. Yeah. But our industry, nah, let's talk to the person that's selling the fucking bench. Ooh, sorry. I just want to put an edit in here that sometimes our episodes are not safe for your children. No, but that's very true. No, that's but it, it just makes more sense to be under... Someone who was actually doing it. Yes. yes. Well, don't they... Wasn't the term that the NBA used, like, something about it's a players league? Or what was that term they were using? The NBA said something like players... Play, no, players only is players a section only. that they do on the NBA channel. Players only discussions, because but I think it's been a a challenge for our industry because even in the current model, you know, uh, everybody's taught by the by the broker, or but the brokers are not practicing anymore. Right. So then it's like, well, we gotta, you know, it's just it's a challenge to that model in the future. Yeah. But it's brokers, it's. Um, uh, business owners of companies that sell products to realtors, it's vendors, it's ancillary services. Like you think about who's on stage at the conferences and who are the ones that are up there preaching how to be better at your job aren't always the ones that are in the living room True. that are winning, True. right? Yeah. But where but, do you go to get your, where do you get your uh, inspiration from? 
So I uh, early on was what some of the some of the masterminds we were involved in, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Then, I'm gonna bring uh, that up. Yeah. So with Lizzie, right? Uh, Lizzie's. I met her in 2012. Early Lizzie Hofers is lender. Yeah, Lizzie Hofers with my Guild Mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's, uh, you know, to me, she's always been a big inspiration. When I met her seven years ago, she's a bigger inspiration to all of us. I mean, because yeah. she just runs a kick-ass business. Yeah, she is. She's right. and what she's done. I mean, when I met her, she only had four people. Right. On, her, on her whole staff. Now she has like, I don't know, 40 or 50 or something like that. We so sat in a full room of people during a Monday morning meeting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're all. She's running the branch. We're all yeah. in Lizzie's world right yeah. now. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, I, you know, not only is she my lender, but she's, I consider her a really, really close friend. We talk a lot. I think we probably talk at least two, three times a week. And I would say more than half of the time, it's not even about business. It's just yeah. about. Are the kids? How's the She's a great gal. Yeah, no, so we I, like her. A lot of inspiration from her. She encourages me a lot. She pushes me a lot. She pushes. I mean, she really pushes me to go above and beyond. And so, so are you big on Facebook then? I am big on Facebook. Yeah, nice. I don't, but I'm not, not running ads. Talk about being active inside the Facebook world. Right. Yeah, okay. I, and and that's the one thing that I also admire about Lizzie. Like she's very. She's on a calendar. I mean, and it's her posts are like just perfect and perfect timing. So I, she's been encouraging me to do the same. I haven't yet. Uh, get a calendar actually going and because you don't want to get to a hundred million. <laughs> it's hard. It's, it's hard. All right. So yes. I'm going to give Daniel. Well, the a question compliment. is: is will, to me always is will the mortgage stuff relate? Because it is a little bit different than house selling, as much as I mean. Obviously, she's done a good job mentoring lots of agents. You know, the, the thing too that a lot of her a lot of her content that she puts out there is for consumers. And lenders yeah. normally they go after agents, not, right. not consumers. So, I I mean I tip my hat off to her because a lot of her content is for consumers. Yeah. Well, our industry is missing it. I mean we're uh, reinventing ourselves and going after consumers. Actually, this podcast is about putting the consumer first. Thank yeah. you for bringing it up, Dan. Let, let me tell you and one one thing that I I was uh, I don't remember which one of you two I was talking to. I think it was I was talking to you about. Soccer? Um, no, oh. no. <laughs> one of our masterminds. Children? We're talking, we're talking about the platform that we use. Uh, and at that time, I was using Real Geeks, and I wanted to go into Commission Zinc. And we we're going back and forth. And I remember you said, "What? What is a con- you think this one's better for you? But what does a consumer think about it? When they yeah. go on your page, yeah, what do they feel about it? Are they happier? Yes, this or happier? And I, and I got me thinking. I'm like, that's true. We need to need to be more consumer driven. Versus just what I what's easier for me, but also taking into, into mind what the consumer will like or want. I remember that conversation. Yeah. I actually I, I enjoyed those masterminds, and um, one of the most memorable things that is talked about in our office more than you probably know was your presentation. Yes. What did you present? Do you remember what you presented? Yeah, I, presented. I do. Oh, sorry. You yeah. tell us. <laughs> it was about the top one hundred and fifty list, and uh, talk about uh, uh, things that I do back for my database, the birthday programs, the life events. And the top 150 list is what I talked about. Yeah, so you had a sheet that was, I think, two-sided. It was, or two pages. And you had all the dates written down for yeah. a year. So, honestly, when I heard you just describe what Lizzie does for you from a social media calendar, I look Same. at you doing that for us from a past client follow-up calendar. Yeah. Like, you were pretty legit. Uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like, well, legit. All right, all right, with, let's ask the, the proof question. So, what percentage of your business comes out of that? I, for my, I'm gonna say because again, database. That's one my top 150 list. For my database referrals is 88 percent. 
from the top 150, I'm probably going to say 70 percent, 69. Yeah, no, no, databases is where I was at. It was still because you overflow, and I mean you still do it. To yeah, me, because there's, there's past it was clients. more databases where I was yeah, at. Yeah, because there's past clients, for example, that bought with me three years ago. Right. They're not in my top 150. Correct. But then all of a sudden they refer me somebody, so yes. I count as a referral. So yes. 88 percent referral. 88 percent outstanding. Thank you. Yeah, sure. for a database. And one of your yes. questions that that, uh, that you sent over pre uh, yeah. it was eight percent of thirty million, right? Like right. Uh, twenty five million out of his database. That's pretty dang good. Right, and referrals from them, so it could be them buying or them yeah. referring. No, no, no. Of course. I, to me, it just that's the source of whatever the, the business, business is. Yeah. 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 So. so one of the things, one of the questions was, what were you doing? What are you doing today that you weren't and that you weren't doing in 2017 or what were you doing in 2018 that you didn't do in 2017. So that, I remember that sheet that you guys had, I think it was 2017, 2018. And one of the things that I'm, I'm doing very similar, but something big different that I'm doing today that I wasn't doing back then was back then, if you see that sheet that I had, I think there was either three or four big client events. Uh, so this year I'm doing eight client events throughout wow. the year. Yeah, and the reason why is because back then I would do these big events and I would put it up, put an announcement on Facebook to my top clients and it was always the same people that would show up to the events. It yeah. was always the outgoing ones, yeah. the ones that go on uh -huh. Facebook first and yep. RSVP. And so it was always mm -hmm. the same. After about five or six events, I see the same people. I say, you know, I, I want to go after those shy clients. I want to go after the clients that closed five years ago, six years ago. That's never been to any of my, any of my events. So the, what I did this year was in January of uh, this year, I did my 2019 clients only, a dinner for them. February 2017, 2018, and March 2017. And then April 2016, I took the summer off because uh, it's hot. It's summer, yeah. <laughs> and May, Mar uh, May is like a big graduation. Yeah, yeah. And then I took the summer off, so I'm gonna start up again in October, November, December, and do every year. December, I'm gonna do 2011 because I only had like 13 closings. It was my first year, and I I think it was only six months. So I'm gonna do 2011, 2012, and There's 2013. Nothing to be embarrassed about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, summer. So I'm yeah. gonna do that combined on, on December. But what what has happened? I already did the first four is that it brings out the shy clients that don't would not normally come because on those i have to pick up the phone and actually call them and wait a minute them. can let's slow that down can we rewind that clip <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> say it again i'm sorry what, what do you do you actually have to pick up the phone and, and call them you yes. call your past clients yeah you yeah. pick up your phone and call your do you past clients voicemails do you text as well, well you don't yeah, just, you don't robo dial them just, no, no 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 you pick up the phone and you're like yeah, you yeah. want them to pick up so I dip, and then, for and example, you, his average sales price is under three hundred thousand, right? right like right. 88 percent of his business comes from his database yeah, but continue I, to tell yeah. us you pick up the phone and call your database yes yeah. no i do a robo dial only on the the week of the event uh for example to I'm retouch yeah, yeah to let them remind them well to me i think there's a use for the robo dial but there it is not to replace you. It's to assist you. Right. You know what I mean? And I don't think they mind, they mind when you call them and then call them and then you robot dial and you call it. Like, right. like, that's not a big deal. It, right. I've already it, talked to it's them. It's like, oh, you don't have the time to call me? No, I just talked to you, right? Like, this is well, just people information. Hate, people yeah. hate robot dial. Yes. Yeah, I learned this back. Uh, like I said, it was in, um, I did a robot dial, I think it was Thanksgiving 2016 or 17. And one of my clients called me out on it and said, hey, you know, you gave me this robo voicemail but you haven't called me all year you know it's ouch oops yes. yeah yeah um, so <laughs> that's the reason why i wanted to specifically do okay this year for example this month i'm only going to do 2017 clients okay pick up the phone and call each and every one of them and invite them and that'll get number one 
get me back in touch with them with the ones that I haven't talked to because they haven't reached out to so me. So why do you think that the, the why that while the response you are they responding because it's the personal call or yes. you think it's because you say you bought a house for me in 2014 I want to take you to dinner. Both. I mean, you it's they bought a house for me. If you just do the invite, it's the clients, the outgoing clients that are on social media are going to go. But if you pick up the phone and so how nice them, is that dinner? It's at Grimaldi's. So, so Grimaldi's. Which one? The one in West Valley, obviously, out there in Peoria. I figured. But there's the one. one there's a couple okay. out yeah, here yeah, in, yeah. in the okay. East Valley, out here in Scottsdale. But it's nice because if you've been there, it, they have Frank Sinatra playing in the background. Uh -huh. You know, they dim the lights, and I do it on the in the patio, so it's it's the lights are very dim. Yeah. They got Frank Sinatra playing, so it's almost like a date night, you know, for a lot of these clients that come out, uh, and it's inexpensive, very inexpensive, twelve hundred bucks including alcohol. Um, and it's so what percentage of the clients you think you get percentage of them say out of, I always get a good between 40 to 45 to 55 people that show nice that's awesome year. yeah because last year because last year he had 100 you said about 130 units right and you had 55 people show up to your client event to your client event right yeah but that's yeah. 50 over the years I'm more impressed because it's just out of that year that's where I'm at right, with yeah. it that's why right. I was so, comparing to just last year because I when, when I invited the 2016 clients right that was a challenge because a lot of them I haven't talked really to talked to yeah so okay was, so what do you say when you see when you show up when they show up when they show up because that's what my agents always ask me what do you talk about when they show up <laughs> oh my that's that's the okay that's the best part right because that's when the events you should not be, and I tell this to my team because I, what yeah. you mentioned earlier today is uh, I show them what I do. I sh I'm showing them my road, but this is how I've done it. Now um, I want you to do it. Yeah. You're going to invite your clients. You're going to do a client event. We just yeah. did the first client event for our one of my agents on our team. And it yeah. was amazing. It was a uh, week and a half ago. But anyway, so I, t I tell them the day of the event, you should not, that's a, don't be stressed out four weeks before. The, day, the week of the event, the day of the event, that's the day you should be totally calm and relaxed. Cause that's about having fun. That's about shaking hands, kissing babies. Uh, that's about just you know being involved with them and just chatting with them. It's about just being totally relaxed. Right. If you're a person that stresses out easily, go get a pedicure, get a manicure, get a massage that day. Just show up, totally relaxed. Do you look because... at the clients that closed like a day or two late to know that they're coming? Or not? What, do you mean? what do you mean? I'm teasing, but I mean you know because sometimes not every transaction goes it's perfect. Easy. I'm yes. just being real. Okay, I'm right? glad you mentioned that. Okay, so. so some of those clients, right? This happened to me uh, when Lizzie was forcing me to call. The <laughs> uh, truth comes out. Yeah. The second Tuesday of every month, I would call, and I'm still doing this today. Second Tuesday of every month, I call all my closes from the prior month that closed. Yeah. Every one of them. Yep. There was this one client I did not want to call. Yeah. Of course. It was. It went really bad, and she blamed a lot of stuff on us. And it was just one of those. I mean, one of those clients that would never be happy no matter what, you know? Because not every client's gonna be happy. I still well. I tell my wife. I said if we only work with the ones that we like, that we'd only do twenty percent of the business. <laughs> just the reality, True. what it is. True. No, I mean yeah. there's going to be difficult transactions. It's so I, 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 whether it's your fault or not, there's True. still going to be frustration. True. Go ahead. So, so I still I picked up the phone, I, even though I didn't really want to call that client. Called her and and she was quiet, and I was like, "Are you there?" <laughs> and she was quiet, and she says, "You know." She says, I, I want to apologize. Yeah. And I'm like, go on. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> she, said, she said, I had just broken up with my boyfriend. And he had just left me for somebody else. And I was in a really bad place. And I was taking it out on you guys. Mm. You know, and that. Hey, man, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. If, if that phone call would have never happened, I probably would have never ever reached out to her. Yeah. Good, good by you. Because 
the funny thing is, is one of the things that agents, I actually started doing this with people when they started yelling at me. I'm like, you know what? Some of bitch, I agree. This is stressful, isn't it? Because sometimes they just want to take it out on you. And I'm like, it's personal. It's personal. I know this is personal. I know this is personal. Mm -hmm. I know it's like, even we sold his dad's house, right? Like, you know, broker of the year, agent of the year, all that crap shit. He's in his own hall of fame. Yeah, he's in. <laughs> and it, like he was all caught up in it. I'm like, yeah, you can't get away from it, man. Like, no matter what. Like, <laughs> it's, it's personal. personal yeah. yeah. But nice. it's hard to call those people. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, it's funny because uh, I also had this thing, especially when I was doing a lot of buyer agency, where the people would get so frustrated about something that went wrong with the transaction or something wrong with the house or, you know, like, I don't know, the neighbor's dog is barking, blah, 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 blah. Because, you know, the, the neighbor lived there for 12 years and nobody came to their house and all of a sudden there's 30 people showing up and right. they've no, the dog's barking. Well, right. of course, because it's right. out of the usual. And then you call them back six months later and they're like, what are you talking about? Like, do you remember about the house, the dog? What dog? What dog? Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm like, yeah. like, the amount of times I've asked people after, they really just, like... they Are back to being they, nice. Yeah, they were yeah. Out, out of their element, so... Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people, you know, you already know, it's a, stressful, it's a stressful transaction for a lot of people. And you just have to know that you don't know where they're coming from. You don't know what that just happened in their life. So if somebody's cussing you out and screaming at yeah. you, it's just taking a step back and say... Acknowledging maybe they're not in a good place in, in their life. That's what I learned from this one client is like, yeah, there's maybe they're dealing with other stuff too. It's not just the house. They I like that are. you get dedicated a day. So how many times do you touch with a phone call every client? Is it just now once? So a my year? my top one fifty clients, I the, the, people, you like, the, yeah. the people that I like <laughs> and that like me. Do you so, keep it at one fifty? No, it's it okay, always so it always it could be two fifty by next year. No, right now I'm at one eighty, one ninety. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. But because you kick people off. I do. If they don't refer me somebody within eighteen months, yeah, they have to get off the list. Oh. Because you want people people we forgot the, that. That's a good one. It's always a work in progress. It's never gonna be perfect. Like so they have to refer you a client. Yeah, in order for is, the, is that why? you call them up? <clears throat> Hi. Hey, you're about thank to you be very, removed from the yeah, list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got two months, man. No, but, but so I try to take them out on a, either lunch, coffee, or even a double date if they have a fun spouse. Then I'll take me and the, my wife. The Ruby approves. Or Ruby, Ruby approves. Ruby approves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she has to approve of it. Yeah. No, Ruby. I mean, she goes along with whatever. She's, yeah. she's amazing. She supports me so much. But so we, I, those clients that I'm about to kick out, I want to take them to lunch or coffee or even a dinner. Just trying to kind of fill them out. He's working the list. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Right? Maybe, like, you know, because sometimes somebody in that <laughs> list, if they say, oh, you know, well, my sister got a real estate license. Oh, I didn't know. Then I take them off the list, you know. But but you know if they're like, oh, you know, I've been busy, I've been involved, I've been this and that. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm having this event. You know, I'm getting this refer. I talk about refer. I never tell them you haven't referred anybody. I just bring it up in the conversation. Then they'll automatically say it. Yes. And then months follow. Yeah. Not even a month, maybe two passes by, and they'll refer somebody. Yeah. Because you talk about other people referring you. Yeah. It's yeah. is you have to train your database to refer you. They're not just going to refer you just because you invite them to dinner. Uh, I laugh because it, hold on, hold on. Let me take this one. You have to train your database. But what you talked about is one of the ways that you train your database is by telling stories of other people in your database. Yes. He's a storyteller. Yeah. So you're Weird. talking about the friends that um, or the clients that Bob just referred you. Right. And right. Uh, where, how do you then transition? And you just flow. you just you just say. It. I mean, I, well, yeah. it's funny because just to go deeper on that point is when my wife 
when I first became an agent as I was coming out of the software industry, um, also got a great supportive wife like you, so does Phil. Thankfully for us, because it helps a lot. Love you, honey. They got to understand. Yeah. <laughs> but I had to help her how to talk to that point because it's not familiar for them. But it's interesting that you say that because that's a very valuable takeaway. Reminder. Is that you, because <clears throat> people struggle, I mean, just like agents struggle with what to say at an open house or what to say with, you know, when they're right. in a difficult situation, the client doesn't know how to, how do I approach this? Because they, they don't want to seem pushy or they right. don't want to, yeah. No, yeah, but no, I'm, I'm guilty. Not, yeah, I'm, and I'm not too much of a pushy guy, but, but sometimes you do need to be. For example, the only times I've been very direct with somebody and told them, you're no longer in my list, is when they ask me, say, hey, I noticed I didn't get any cupcakes this year. Right? When, then I need to be direct with them. Well, the reason what why month I, did you send cupcakes? I send their cupcakes birthday. every year on the every time uh, oh, birthday. Oh, okay. 180 yeah. cupcake deliveries this year? Yeah. Sprinkles? Yeah. Wow. No, I okay. do bun cakes. Oh, you not bun cakes. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Because those are a little bit smaller, a little, and they can they can pass them out. I like to deliver them at the offices if they work at an office. Yeah. Because they can share more with the coworkers, and by doing so, uh, and I've heard it before. Sometimes I deliver. Sometimes I deliver some of them. Yeah. So I try to do at least I would say a month. I probably do at least four or five that I deliver myself to birthdays a month. And I like to go to the offices because uh, there's a lot of coworkers there. Yeah. Right. That have jobs and, and potentially want to buy a house. Should you do like a pop by to their office? Yeah. Yeah, and I've, heard, and I've heard this too uh, sometimes. I've so, heard that, like, what day of the week do you deliver them? Whatever day their birthdays? Oh, just yeah. around their birthday. Yeah, okay. so right. I mean, if their birthday's on Friday, uh, I know some. A lot of people. Take that's a hundred eighty. That's like every. That's like almost every day. I only do about three to four a year, a month that I personally deliver. Okay. Yeah. Right. The okay. other ones are delivered by a courier. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. So I don't do all of them. So the three ones or four that, top five refers. Uh, no, I, no, no. I, I, I like, like the most. The people that have worked, that have worked somewhere that there's a lot of people. Oh, <laughs> yeah. strategic. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. even better. And I've heard it. I've, I'll deliver them, and I'll hear the coworkers say, as they're grabbing a, a cupcake, you know, they, I hear them say, my realtor doesn't do this. Oh, yeah. 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 That's awesome. Not many realtors do that. Yeah. Yes. Do you go above and, like, do you brand? Do you have, like, no. you just do regular cupcakes. You just yeah. buy our bunt cakes. Yeah. Do you bring them from Dude, the bakery to your does, office? He where does you have a bring them. Ground? Hold on. Yeah, with himself. Yeah. Do you bring them, or do you just have the courier go to the store and pick them up from the store and take them right to the people? Yes, pick them up from Bunt Cakes. From Bunt Cakes and take them right to the people. Yep. Nice. Awesome. Do you ever take I them like beer? No. Oh. <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, I do happy hours once in a while. Yeah. 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 Wow. I like it. All right. Wow. So Dude, we, I love I, the past client I, focus. Yeah, I love the, I mean, we're. And that he's in it. We You're are in it. Well, That's what I like. We are well. in it. We're just not as deep as he is. We're really trying. Well, because, you know, we went to Inman this year and they, you know, announced that Amazon was, you know, entering the space. And it just seems like all of the money they showed this like big graph is after trying to get to our clients. Right. Right. Like, and our, the industry does not do a I mean, you were in the elite of taking you know, care the, of your clients. The, the, the top 150, I mean, they, I don't know if you read the book, Raving Fans. They are literally my raving fans. They're, right, they're yeah. raving fans. And they call me. So I get calls from them saying, hey, you know, I got this offer from Open Door. Can you tell me a little bit more about it? Yes. They know it's there. It's but, constant communication. Yeah. But they're always reaching out to me yes. about inquiring about OfferPad or Open Door uh -huh. or whatever. And that's kind of the relationship you want to get to with your clients, enough to where if there's ever a real estate question, they're going to first right. consult you before they do anything. Mm. Even refinances. I mean, they'll call me and say, hey, my bank offered me this, offered me that. I don't know. I don't know much about 
you know, refinances. This is a good deal, yeah. But at least I'm happy that they're calling me. And, yes. I, and I asked them the three most important questions. Well, what are their closing fees? What's your interest rates? Let me make a call and make sure it's competitive. Because you're trained well by Lizzie. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> when it's Daniel's birthday, Lizzie shows up yeah, in his office. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure it's more than cupcakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I cannot say no, that it is. I don't want to get her in trouble. No, 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 no. It's cupcakes. No, she takes him out for a nice meal is all. Who knows? Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, that's it's what, not business. It's like more because of our friendship. Yes, of yeah. course. What of Actually, course. so I'm curious. Um, can we talk about the other 12%? Like what, cause I know, I, I mean, before this started, the reason why Jeff commented about soccer is I go to a soccer tournament with Oscar he played, he got picked up on a team and what do you know? The team is sponsored by the Barraza Lizzie. group yeah. and the Lizzie Hofer Gilmore. <laughs> Wait a minute. I know this name. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what are your other avenues that bring in the other 12%? So there's Zillow. Uh, yeah. Zillow brings in a pretty good business, uh, sign calls and, uh, open, houses or the other three sources where we get our business the whole branding we just started doing that on, on shirts one because my i'm actually going to a listen appointment today at 5 p.m that came from the soccer team the soccer family yeah so that's actually the first one because of the the branding but yeah. I, don't, I didn't really do it for the branding i did it just because i my yeah. kids and boss support the team yeah. right yeah. absolutely yeah. so you're cool because we're going to be at the tournament together tomorrow right you're cool if i bring the seabock easy bring <laughs> I did it too. So, quick story. Uh, if, if Chris is watching this, what up, Chris? Yeah, what Chris, up? you know Chris. Chris Verdugo. He's on my team, and, and Chris who? Verdugo. Chris is the uh, so dad. when um, yes, one of the kids on the team that Oscar got picked up on. His her parents both were were repping Barraza. Oh, Hofer oh, here. Yes, yes. And so I'm like, hey, do you guys know Daniel? And Chris was like, yeah, I'm on a, I work with them. Right? I'm on a team. <laughs> so when we did our first our first T-shirts and they had the Barraza team on there. One of the soccer dads says, "My little girl's not going to wear that. Like that's my competition." <laughs> you know, and they just took took the little girl off the team. But you know that kind of stuff was it's, I, we, it's silly. Oh, it is silly. So like silly. if if Seabox going to sponsor my kids' soccer, heck yeah, go yeah. for yeah. it. Right. Do it. Right. Right. Yeah, as long cool. as the jersey is nice, do it. But you know the um, <laughs> the it's the uh, the scarcity mindset there. Right. Well, it is like you got to be small to think that that one shirt is going to make an right. impact enough of an impact where you're not going to let your kid wear it. Like, right. come to me, on, it's no real. different than using Facebook and running ads versus actually communicating with people and talk to them and like, you know, what I mean, actually, you know, commenting right. with them and, and like acknowledging their post and what's going on in their family. Which is the way to leverage Facebook, not running the ad. It's not right. that it's you working and talking to the people when you're at the games and being right. cool dude, right? Yeah. Connecting them as yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, running ads, so I haven't run ads on, on Facebook, but I know it works, but I haven't. Good, don't, no. Only if you like really long closes. Yeah. So that yeah. return's gonna come. Yeah. It's just yeah. <laughs> way up and way up to the yeah. They'd like to give away money and hope it comes back. Yeah. <laughs> we just weren't that good at it. Oh, that okay. Well, that's exactly, Some people are good. Yeah. At it. yeah. Thank you guys. If you enjoyed the episode with Daniel Barraza, who's killing it, give him a like, give us a like. Have a good day. Talk to you later. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you like this episode, show us some love by sharing with your friends or clicking the five star like button. To view all of our content, visit www.agenttruth.com.